take it back to the old school. Did you miss it last time? The music? Did I miss it? Did you miss it? Is that why you brought it back this time? No. You missed it? I can't remember. I think I had a low battery or something last time. Oh, or, that could be. Or my, I don't remember what it was. Low bridge. Uh, hey, everybody. It's Action Features. This is our last episode of probably 2019, I would guess. Probably. I mean, three weeks is Christmas. We're not going to record then. Christmas time is coming down. And the week after that is down. New Year's. We might do one, like, the day after New Year's, the day after that. I think it's what? January January 2nd is a Thursday, I think. Right? So maybe we'll do one right after New Year's. Who knows? What's going on with you in the chair, man? I'm trying to get this thing yeah. lower. <laughs> There. I thought you were doing a magic trick under I, there. Well, it was a magic trick to get it to Guess work. I had to, find the, <laughs> had to find the lever. All right, now you can check out that cheese. Oh. So ordinarily, I get the smoked mozzarella at Jungle Gems. They didn't have that, and so they had this other smoked cheese. Is it Gouda? It's not Gouda. It had a weird name, and I don't even remember what it was now. But it looked like the smoked mozzarella. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to grab it. It's way stronger, do I, do I try it? Go ahead and try it. I like it. It's just not, it's not my usual smoked mozzarella. Oh, yeah, that's good. It's good. It's just not as good as the smoked mozzarella. Well, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. You know, it's what I have. I'm not going to be upset about it's it. It's what I have to bring to the, t- the d- dinner table today. Okay. I don't have much. I've got these peanuts still from last time. I've got... They're covered in nut dust. I've got some of the... Yeah, there is nut dust. Now, this is the this is the dry roasted. Yeah. The, the honey roast is still in there. I'm so disappointed in them. I can't even eat them anymore. Can you pretend that they're regular peanuts and Mm-mm. enjoy Mm-mm. the hint of sweetness? I can mix them in with this. That's a good idea. It's a pretty good idea. And then I've got these Speedy uh, this from Speedway, some cheese fries, potato chips. I just opened these today. Okay. So That's okay. They were I, free. I'm just going to eat this Cliff Bar. Well, I'm just giving you some options. I appreciate the options. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to, you know. Cliff Bar is like a meal. You're going to be full, man. I will eat a full dinner when I get home. That's a mistake. That's like a meal replacement bar. Those Cliff Bars are. Nah, they're close to a meal. It's just a little extra, little extra something for your gullet. No, not that one. Yeah. Now there's a new one that's 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 nut filled. Blueberry crisp. Hmm. It's got like a peanut butter, nut butter filled. Yeah. Type of thing. A nut butter. And those are smaller. Okay. Uh, now that you could do as a snack, but I th- I feel like you've got a meal right there. Yeah. You got a lunch right there. You got yourself a stew Did going. Did you skip lunch? You got a stew going. Did you skip lunch? No, I had a I had a lunch. Oh man, hmm. it's gonna be an hour from now. That, Your metabolism, that, heck yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. You know how I do. <laughs> All right, I'll, everybody. Maybe I'll eat half. Maybe just do half. Just just to be Don't on the safe your side. Dinner. You know, I'm gonna be making whatever it is that we have anyway. Oh, are probably. You? I don't know. Bummer. There's no telling. I gotta be honest. I'm I'm coming home to a home cooked meal tonight, and I'm excited about it. It's my that's, favorite. That's awesome. Italian what? chicken. Um, Bobby makes this Italian chicken in the crock Is it, is it a, like a Parmesan? Is it a... It's got like a cheesy sauce. Okay. Like the, the chicken like stews inside this cheesy sauce. And then it's just like noodles. You get like butter noodles type of thing. Yeah. And you put that Italian chicken on top and you put some of that sauce on there. And the chicken's super... I know you don't you do not do chicken. But it's I like do all those other tender. things. And I yeah. know that chicken tastes good. Yeah. It's man. It's my favorite. It's my favorite meal by far. Yeah. It, whenever she makes it, I'm... I'm very excited. That's cool. Uh, so yeah, we're having that tonight. Wow. Um, 
So, I will not touch any cliff bars, that's for sure. I'm not okay. going to ruin my appetite. Okay. I'm not going to ruin my appetite uh, for destruction. Okay. Use your illusion, too. Uh, the spaghetti incident. Okay. Do so you want to talk about some current goings-on? Why not? Why not, man? We got, we got time to talk about And we'll things. talk about some old goings-on. And some old goings-on as well. Uh, let's talk about an old goings-on to begin with. You okay. Want. You want to do that? Oh, sure. You go ahead. Something I got o- one, too. Something old. I got something old for you, too. Is that uh, the movie Primal Fear is on Netflix. Primal Fear? Who's in that? Scott. Scott Bakula? No. Oh. It's um, Richard Gere. Richard Grieco. Richard Grieco oh. is in it. You know what? Why isn't licensed to? Uh, uh, Why isn't? Yeah. Uh, what was that called? It was. Um, it was no, licensed to uh, drive. If looks could kill. If looks could kill. Yeah. Why isn't if looks could kill? Why on isn't Netflix? that on, on Amazon Prime? They should free. have that on Hulu. Why isn't that on Hulu? Well, anyway. Why um, isn't that on Disney Plus? Why isn't it? You know. Um, it's got Richard Gere and uh, Edward Norton in it. Okay. Oh, okay. Now, this movie is. Um, Those are I, two big time actors. I would call this uh, maybe like a. It's not political. It's a law. It's a crime thriller. Oh, I gotcha. Like one of those, um, like one of those crime thrillers. Yeah, it's like a crime thriller. Yeah, I gotcha. But um, I found it was Edward Norton's first movie. Oh, really? That he did, and he just knocks it out of the park. There's no wow. No wonder he wound up having you know doing a lot of movies after that. No wonder he was in Hulk. No wonder he was in the Hulk. Yep. Man, it's just fantastic. not not for kids at all, but okay. uh, if you're into crime thrillers or anything like that and you haven't seen it, even if you haven't seen it since it came out probably 20 years ago or whatever, um, really good, really good. But it's on Netflix right now, so you can see it for free. I got something old for you. And Edward Norton. Edward Norton. Hey. Don't forget about him. What an actor. Don't sleep on that guy. You know? I've been asleep on him. Yeah, don't sleep on him, though. He doesn't like that. I wouldn't uh, do that. Don't do it. Here's something old for you. Okay. I'm I'm trying to think of like random old toy lines that don't get enough like we don't talk. Everybody talks about GI Joe. Yeah. Everybody talks about Transformers. There's even some lesser lines that still get some talk nowadays. So you're talking about Mondo Blitzers, Savage Mondo Blitzers. I'm not, Mo- I'm Savage, not talking about, I'm not talking about Savage Blitzers, but oh. I am talking about a Kenner product. Oh. Building blasters. Yeah. Remember those? Yeah, they would explode right with yeah. air. You would spend all this time making it, yeah. and then you would press the detonator thing, and you blow up the building. Yeah, and that's it. That's a good idea. And then you'd have to start all over again. <laughs> What's? <laughs> it's like dominoes. It's like more high tech dominoes, where you spend all this time doing something yeah. for like a, a a brief moment of enjoyment, yeah. and then it's just a pile of stuff again. You know, like boys like to destroy things. They though. do, but do they like rebuilding it over and over again to yeah, be able to destroy of, it? I don't know if they maybe did. Maybe they do. Because that line only lasted like one wave. Yeah, and that's it. It was one of those things Maybe when you look didn't. through the Kenner action toy guide or whatever, you kind of skipped over building blasters. You were like, I'm going to check out Bone Age. I'm going to check out real Ghostbusters. Yeah. I'm going to check out uh, – I'm even going to look at the the starting lineups before I look at the building blasters. Yeah. Well, Man. I was interested in characters more than I was – Exactly. More um, than I was stuff. a bunch of girders, plastic girders yeah. to make a building. But there were those kids – Probably who did that. I mean, I guess so, the kids like erector them. sets, maybe. Yeah, maybe for the kids. That the enjoy... thing with an erector set is you create something and then it functions and you, yeah, like, like you keep using it. Building blasters, you're just making it just to destroy it. That's all you're doing yep. for that little quick moment. That's why I think of it more like dominoes, where you set up all these dominoes. Like I think they even did like a domino rally toy line. Yeah, they did. Domino they rally. They did like a setup thing where you'd spend all this time setting something up 
for like the briefest moment of enjoyment. I don't get it. You can just destroy all your sister's stuff you for free. You could do that, yeah. Why don't you just do that instead? Yeah. Building blasters. I don't know why I thought about them. Hey, but, who was that, Kenner? That was Kenner. That was towards the end of the 80s. I think it was like 89. Make I think do. 89 was building blasters. Make do. Make do now. That's, Hasbro got a hold of them then. They said, hey, we've got... It just shows, man, that Kenner was like, future. just do it. Anything that came down the line, they were like, go ahead. They couldn't lose. We're, we're batting a thousand. Go ahead and do building blasters. Bone Age? Sure. They couldn't Dinosaur lose. skeletons that come with cavemen and turn into other things? Okay. Do they even turn into other things? They did. You could pop them apart and make them into like vehicles. Or, okay. Uh, but they always broke. Like the connectors on yeah. Bone Age were, are so hard to find unbroken because those little clear plastic yeah. socket things that lock together will always break. Yeah. Always break. Bone Age. That was a cool Bone one. Age. It was cool. Those cavemen were neat. They were neat. The cavemen were really cool. Hey, so were dinosaur skeletons. Dinosaur skeletons were cool. Pretty cool. If they were more durable, that'd be a really cool toy line. But man, they... Same with Sky Commanders. Cool Great. idea. Neat. Yep. Everything gets tangled up. And the lines Oh, break. the lines were always tangled the up. The lines were always tangled up. Or they were breaking off the figure's back. Because yeah. they were like that elastic, kind of stretchy yeah. cord. And it would just rip right out of the figure's back. And then you don't have anything. You don't have anything. You don't have anything. I love that. Can't I love the sky. Those. How are you supposed to? How are you going to command the sky with a broken line? I did enjoy. They had the thing on the arm. Yeah, it would wind around it. That would you could wind the line yeah. up. and the hook. It had a hook on it, so they could mm-hmm. ride another line with the hook. That was a great line. It was a great line. Yeah. And they had all those. They had the ones that were like more of a more like a tape, but it was like a thick nylon tape. Yeah, for the bigger would, things. They glide down those instead. Yes. Man, Kenner, man, they were doing it. Kenner did it, man. They also did Shadow Strikers. Yeah, they did. And those turned invisible. Yes, they did. They would turn clear. You'd dunk them in a, in a warm water. It didn't work all that well. It was, but It was better than... And they were smaller, too. They went they, really tiny with those guys. They were smaller guys. than mask. They were smaller even than mask figures. I guess they were trying to figure out ways to bring the cost down. Maybe. You know, you'd make vehicles that are smaller by making the figures that were smaller. Right. Man, neat stuff. Neat. Blast from the past there. Speaking of blast from the blast from the past and uh, Bla- Kenner things. Blasties from the pasties. Yep. Take our deskies and fill out our testies. I'm just saying plurals like Gary Pruitt. That's all I'm doing. <laughs> I'm not actually saying <laughs> naughty words. Uh, okay. So check this out. So you know Hasbro got the Ghostbusters license. We talked about that before. Okay. Right? So you can have some new product in 2020. So deepdiscount.com listed all of these uh, Ghostbuster products. I guess they've been sending out product codes to get people ready for the product, like retailers. They're already on discount, huh? Hmm. They're already on discount. I don't think Deep Discount was supposed to reveal these things. And again, these are probably just placeholder names for products, and all this could change, you know? Yeah. But here's some of the stuff that's listed on the Hasbro collection for April 26th, 2020. Hasbro Ghostbusters. Ready? I'm listening. Ghostbusters Mini Puffs Surprise. Those are $6.38. Ghostbusters Mini Plush. Who cares? Ghostbusters Proton Pack. $21. $21? Yeah. Ghostbusters PKE Taser. I don't know what that means. $17. Ghostbusters Ecto-1 Playset. $26.96. Ghostbusters Ecto Blast Builder. Could be a building blaster. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, 33 bucks. Ghostbusters Ghost Howler, 17 bucks. Ghostbusters Plasma Series figures, 
Ghostbusters Fright Feature figures. Ten fifty nine. Hmm. Fright features. That's an old Kenner thing. That's an old Kenner thing. Are they bringing back fright features? Are these new Maybe. fright feature figures? Are these reissues of the old fright feature figures? I gotta tell you, I would like I would enjoy some some reissues because some reissues would be a lot of fun. The original ones are very expensive. Yes. Um, but I would like to see some reissues. I'm also liking those deep discounted prices. Yeah, the prices are great. If those are accurate to yeah. actual retail prices. Yeah. Um But who knows? I mean this this is all just listings in a computer. It could this is all it could be placeholder stuff and it all changes. It could just be made up by some it robots. Could be anything. But the fact that this does say fright features is hopefully a good sign that maybe they are gonna pay homage play homage, or pay homage to the old stuff. Maybe even do reissues. I mean Classic carded reissues would be really awesome. It if we start be. with the second wave to kind of get yeah. things going instead of immediately doing what everybody wants right off the bat, yeah. it would be a, a smart kind of business move for them to start with the second wave yeah. instead. Uh, or exciting. Or it could be Fisher Stevens has hacked the computer he and put all those things up there. could have made a new hard copy for everybody. Put all that stuff up there yeah. to get your... Uh, I think that's the more likely scenario. Get your blood going. Yeah, your, Fisher Stevens just loves paying, uh, playing games... With the Ghostbusters fans. He's a hacker. He hacks everything. He he's, hacks the net, He's man. still hacking. Uh, yeah, so that's cool. And there's uh, supposedly going to be a trailer this week for the new movie. That's right, yes. Yeah. And what's the title? Is um, They're saying it's Afterlife. That's what the, the leaks Afterlife. are saying. That's Ghostbusters right. Afterlife. That's right. A lot of people are upset because it's not called Ghostbusters 3. I don't care. I mean, we're, we're 20, 30 years. 30 years from yeah. Ghostbusters 2. There's yeah. no point in calling it Ghostbusters 3 still. They didn't call Except Jurassic that, World Jurassic Park 4. No, they didn't. But it's a, it was the beginning of a new franchise. so it was, And this is too. Yeah. So this is, just like Jurassic World, is carrying forward. Kind of a sequel. Yeah, it's a, like a soft reboot. Yeah. It's carrying forward the old stuff, but introducing new stuff. Mm. And I think that's what the new Ghostbusters are going to do too. That it's going to be bringing back some of the old stuff, but introducing... A new thing to carry forward because they're not going to have the original Ghost, but if, if they have him in this movie, which everything is pointing to, they do. They're not going to have him in every movie afterwards. They're getting old, right? You know, it's just not going to happen. The most we're going to get is sort of a passing of the torch story, I think, probably. So I, I'm I'm cool with it not being called Ghostbusters three because the next movie is not going to be called Ghostbusters four. Right. It's going to be a continuation <clears throat> of these new characters. If there is another new movie, Afterlife is uh, cool, kind of cool. Sounding. It's a neat anyway, title. I mean, it yeah. makes sense with the with the subject matter and yeah, I'm not I'm not upset about yeah, it. Yeah, it's like back from the dead, like a life after yeah, you after, think this thing is dead and it's... You thought the franchise was dead. You thought dead. it was over. And, but but it now has, it's not. There's an afterlife to it. So um, uh, I'm cool with that title. Yeah. I like it. Speaking of passing on the torch, the new James Bond oh, yeah, that, trailer hit. Yeah. Uh, no time to die. There's no time for it. There is no time to die. There's not a you, good time You know to James die. Bond doesn't have a time to die. No. He doesn't have time for he's that. He's not going to do that. He's busy. Yeah. He's, he's got other things on his plate. Uh, I think it looks good. I do too. I'm intrigued. Um, not too thrilled about the Phantom of the Opera thing. I don't know what that's about. Yeah, it's the whole kinda, mask thing. Not because it's weird, but because it's not unique. It's not. And so I don't know. We all saw Alicia do it Maybe. in Batman 89. We all saw the Phantom do it in the Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, but think about Alicia in uh, Batman 89. That's oh. what really defined it. Okay. As a, as a thing. I will think about that yeah. then. You know, 
can't make an omelet without breaking yeah, some eggs. Yeah, they break eggs. it. He laughs about it. Yeah. Yeah. He's over it. Uh, that, that 89 Batman was on TV the other night. They were playing You can't it. help but watch it if you see it's and on. Amy was sitting with me, and I had it on because yeah. I was like, I'm just, just to see where it is. I just want to see what part Let's see on. where it is. And I gave her the remote, and I said, here, you do whatever you want. Well, that movie didn't turn off. We watched the whole oh, thing. Oh, yeah. It was too good. It's too good to turn off, man. Um, so anyway, the movie looks good. Um, it looks like everything's practical. I mean, it was, I, yeah. I like the, there's a DB5. He's driving the Aston Martin and it's Gatling guns. Out of the the Gatling guns yeah. out of the front and it's all roughed up on the side. And that's cool. I don't remember seeing, I'm sure there's been a time where it got really beat up, but it was kind of just like, this looks like a, like they're getting a lot of things right. Yeah. See, that's one of the things it was, what's the last one called? Um, Skyfall? Was that Skyfall? No, no, it's no. the one after it was um uh it was Skyfall and then Spectre was Spectre. the last one. Yeah. Was Spectre the one with the trailer where he like jumps onto the end of a train or something I like that? I think that was Skyfall. It, it looks very like kind of CGI. Well, it was. Like it looks yeah. like a That's what I, I liked about this trailer is I don't remember a shot in the trailer that felt very much like a oh, it's a CGI. I don't remember stunt, seeing anything either. You know, there was like, there were some things that had to be Yeah. um at least stunt doubles, maybe, but um, yeah, it all felt just like it, really. It felt pretty real. Felt pretty real, and pretty good. Yeah, like gritty, like you said. Um, I like that girl. That's the main, the blonde girl that's in it. Yeah, she's, she's a carryover back. from the last yeah. one, and she was in. Uh, she's one of the Mission Impossible's too. I just like her as an actress. I yeah, she, I, I, I thought she was really good, good in the last she's one. Got a good look. Um, I like the idea of her having something else going on now too. Yeah, to kind of. Yeah, and they got some sort Bond of... doesn't get to have the happy ending. Right, you know there's I mean? something between them two that needs to get figured out. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm kind of intrigued by that. Um, I really hope the torch does not get passed on in this one. I don't think it's going to. Uh, and I feel like... That would be the only downside for me. They, and I, I think that they... If I'm not mistaken in the trailer... The the new the female new double O agent they don't actually call her double O seven in the trailer. No, he says you're a double O. Double O. He asks he asks her if she's a double O. I think that they know that 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 caused like a stir, and yeah. a lot of people, a lot of media, kind of made it into more than what it was. Yeah. I think, um, and they, I think specifically, if she is double O seven now, like if she's taken over that number from him, that it's not as big of a deal. As all the media outlets started making it into, yeah. it feels like. I, I hope not. Um, we'll see what happens. I don't think. I just don't. I just don't think I like that actress. Just, just. I, I don't. I don't want her to be a lead. I guess I yeah. should say. I haven't seen her in this movie, so. Yeah, we haven't seen her. Maybe that's other than fine. Quick snippets in the trailer. I mean, it could be. But, um, that's my. That's my only. Hesitation. I'm probably going to go see it because yeah. it does look pretty solid. If it winds up being that you know that happens, then so be it. I'll take it from there. But uh, but yeah, uh, I hopefully it's a good a good last because it's Daniel Craig's last one. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, is he def- definitively saying it's his last one? Or is it yeah, one of those I think things where I think like, so. I mean, he's talked about that before. Never say never again. But um, well, there's always there's always the chance that some other yeah. person gets the rights. To uh, one James Bond story and then pays him an yeah. exorbitant amount of money to come back and do never it. Never say never again. Never say never again. Uh, but uh, never, never, never say never again. Never. <laughs> it's a good theme song. <laughs> that opening sequence is cool. It is. It's cool. The song is a little weird for it, but yeah, it's kind of fun. I mean, it was 1980. Yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. It's cool. 
I like it that. It makes no sense, but it's cool. I like that movie. It's a cool sequence. I like Never Seen Ever Again, too. I like it. Um, uh, okay, well, speaking of Passing the Torch again, that's a third Passing the Torch. Let's talk about the Rocketeer cartoon. Okay. All right, so there's a new Rocketeer cartoon. We've talked about it on the, the show before and kind of our feelings on the idea of a Rocketeer cartoon. Um, it's now out, which I didn't realize you had, you texted me and said, Hey, the Rocketeer cartoon is actually, I did tell you like out because I saw it on TV, which I had no idea. It was, I thought it was all still just talk. I didn't hear any promotion or anything for it. It just, just got, like it's on Disney Junior or something like that. Um, so I, I watched it with Gracie. So I decided to watch it with her instead of watching it on my own because she is the target audience and I am not. Yep. Um, they made this show for the preschool kindergarten age group. Yep. That's why it's on Disney Junior. And I, I feel like it's made specifically for girls. Yep. But it could be as I watched it, it could be any it could be boys or girls, because her best friend on it is a boy and he does the adventures with her. Um so if I were watching it as simply an adult male rocketeer fan. And I was watching this show, and I was told, this is your Rocketeer, and this is what we're giving you as the adult male comic fan, as the grown-up fan of the Disney Rocketeer movie, I would be very disheartened. I yeah. would be like, this is this is not what I wanted. This is not at all the Rocketeer. This is not – this has nothing to do with what I like, Yeah, you know? Uh but watching it with her and knowing that she's the audience, she loved it. Yeah. Like she was quoting the lines and flying around the room. And That's how just, they get you. She loved it. Like yeah. she loved it. Yeah. And so I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, so if they were to make, if there's people at Disney and they're like, let we're wanting to make a cartoon for this age group. We're going to make an action adventure cartoon. What properties do we have that we can use to make an action adventure cartoon? The Rocketeer is one that they could use, right? Yeah. Um, to adapt the Rocketeer for a kid, those watching the Disney Junior cartoons that I've watched with her, the stars of the cartoons are kids. Like they're always kids. Paw yeah. Patrol, it's kids. Doc McStuffin, she's a kid. All these, they're kids because they want the kid to relate to the main characters on the show. Yeah. So the Rocketeer, as he is, doesn't work for that. Because he's an adult. He's an adult male. Yeah. So you have to change it. So now it's got to be a kid. It's the Rocketeer. I did like, though, that they still connected it to the original Rocketeer. Yeah. As I watched the show. Uh, yeah, I do like that. They could have easily just gone, the Rocketeer is a girl uh, uh, that discovered a rocket pack. Like a and she's eight-year-old girl or something. now in Adventures. Yeah. No connection to the old Rocketeer whatsoever. They could have easily gone that route with it. And it would probably be an easier way to do it is to just go that that way because you're you're completely rewriting it anyway. So why not just make it its oh that she's just got it and she discovered it and we're using the Rocketeer name, but it's no connection whatsoever to the original Rocketeer. So as I'm watching it and I'm going, okay, well, the opening sequence is a newsreel showing the original Rocketeer doing his adventures. It takes place in the original Rocketeer's town, they're acknowledging that. It's got a statue, like multiple episodes. Tributed to the original Rocketeer with the original Rocketeer logo. Um, th- her dad is Dave Secord, who is the grandson of the original of Cliff Secord. Okay. Um, and then her grandfather's in the show too, and he's this mechanic guy. 
the helmet, the original helmet arrives as like it's it's feels like they're still not telling you that blatantly the original Rocketeer is Cliff Secret. Like it's still sort of a secret. Hmm. Um and the rocket pack is there, the original jet pack is there for when the, the helmet is delivered to her mysteriously. Um so, I mean, you're, you're as a fan, you know that Cliff Secret is the Rocketeer yeah. and that her grandfather, she's going to discover at some point that her grandfather was the original Rocketeer. Um, but the fact that it's so kind of tied in still to the original show felt like fan service to people like me that have a daughter that's watching the show. Yeah. Where I can go, oh, that's... They're making it like this. They're tying in this, this way. Um, yeah, I know it's not a show made for me and I yeah. can't... I would never accept it as a show made for me. Like I'm not watching it and going, this is great Rocketeer for me. It's not. Yeah. It's a great Rocketeer show for little kids though. Yeah. Um, and I understand, I, I know we've, we've talked, we talked about the show and the changes and how we were not fans of it. And I, I myself said, why don't you just invent something new? But they, and they could have done something new, Yeah. but I kind of like that they did something new while still tying it into the Rocketeer that I love. Yeah. And it does open a door for me as an adult and as a parent for me to go, well, you know that Rocketeer that's in the show that's the made the statue of, and they did, you know, the opening newsreel and Cliff Secret, the grandfather. Let me show you the movie that's his adventures as the Rocketeer. And let me show you these comics yeah. that are his adventures as the Rocketeer before she has her adventures. And I thought that was pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, and it's an action-adventure cartoon of yours. Of, of theirs, that they can enjoy. Yeah. Um, and it's not just a Doc McStuffins or a Mickey Mouse or something like that. It's this girl going on adventures. It reminds me of DuckTales, kind of, where there's these yeah. bad guys, and they go on adventures to stop these bad guys. And there's a rogues gallery that she's building up in the show. I mean, yeah, it's not the Rocketeer I would choose, but it doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. You just, so, you just undid, like, 20 episodes of Action Feature. I know I did. I know I did. But... Uh, I guess what I would want is just uh, doing both. You know, kind of like they're doing Star Wars. Where I totally they agree. Say, we have this franchise going, and yes, we have Star Wars for the people who it was made for. And then we have, we're doing a kid's show that kids can enjoy and, and everything. I completely agree with you. I'm still feeling like maybe this will lead to them. That's my hope. You know, breaking yeah. out, but I, I hope it doesn't take the place of it where they just said, "Well," and that's yeah, we that's where my problem don't. is. If this if this is the only Rocketeer stuff yeah. we're ever going to get again, then I'm disappointed yeah. because I would I want more out of him. But hopefully, this gets the name back in the public a little bit more, gets more people excited about it, gets more people to look at the old stuff too. And who knows? It might actually because I mean, otherwise we've had nothing Rocketeer other than some comics from IDW right. for so long right. that. It's kind of just become stagnant. Well, you know, they uh, can choose to put money behind to promote anything they want to do it. They can't. And this is what you know. This is what they chose to do. This is what they chose to do for so, sure. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what they do. I will say though, she really loves the cartoon, and uh, as an apparent watching the cartoon with her, it's a fun show yeah. to watch with her. Well, I'm glad they do have some tie-in. Yeah, there definitely is. And it's it's, it's uh, definitely you can see a lot of homage to yeah. the Rocketeer. I mean, in the first episode. He goes up, and uh, Dave, her dad, which is her dad's name is Dave, which I thought was another nice little Easter egg yeah. for Dave Stevens to tie it into for adults. So he goes off flying in an air show, just like a, the original, and they're they're announcing stuff, and he's saying it's all part of the show, like it's all kind of paying 
This is reminiscent of the Yeah, movie. totally. Yeah. And then his, something, he has a problem in the air. And so she puts on the jetpack. She's like, I got to save him. I got to get up there and help. Um, so she puts on the jetpack and she uses chewing gum to hold the thing together. So it's all these little things like, oh, that's that's neat. To a little kid, they're not going to recognize any of that stuff. But as the parent watching it with the kid, yeah. it's like, oh, they're doing that for me. Like yeah. they're putting that in there. So I recognize it. Because they're not going to recognize yeah. it. So, and uh, Billy's doing the voice. He does the voice for her dad. Yeah. yeah. Dave. Billy. Billy Campbell. Campbell. Yep. yep. Which was cool. That's yeah, Hearing so him too, that was like, oh, that's, it's that's Billy, the rocket It's here. Billy Campbell. It's Billy Campbell. So uh, I, if um, in my, in our previous episodes where I was very much against it, I'm trying to see it through different eyes, and it is a better interpretation than I thought it was because they didn't just erase the old stuff. Yeah, like that's what I was really feeling like they were going to do is it's erasing the old stuff. Here's the here's the Rocketeer. This is just yeah. Whereas the connection to the old one makes it a lot more acceptable yeah. to me. That's uh. They also seems like her pack is kind of a merging of the comic book pack. And oh yeah, the, uh, yeah. Other pack. That's well. Cool. They had the they have the original pack from the movie. Yeah. In there, and they have the original helmet in there. But the the grandfather, who's a new mechanic, Hemet. tweaks it, yeah. tweaks everything for her to make it work for her because she's small. Um. What can you do? All right. You know, you it can, is what it is. You watch it with your daughter. That's I'm watching you with my daughter. That's she all loves you can do. It. And I, I will buy her the Rocketeer figure when it happens. When they make this little girl Rocketeer figure. Uh, well, she loves it. I'm going to buy it. I'm going to buy it. And maybe they'll make an original Rocketeer. Maybe there'll be a playset with the Rocketeer statue in the middle. Maybe. That'd be amazing. I mean, he they did have the newsreel footage of him in the original one. I would love to see just like a random episode of the show where they show another adventure of the Royal Rocketeer. I, I'm sure they're going to connect it at some point where the... There's a story about the old Rocketeer or yeah. that the great-grandfather, they're reminiscing about him and his adventure or something like that. There's going to be some connection because otherwise they wouldn't have built it up this much in the show. And yeah. it's kind of like, it's interesting to see that kind of, them working that kind of connection and having that kind of mystery angle for a show that's made for preschool yeah. audience. Well, you know? All right. Maybe they... That's all my Rocketeer stuff. Okay. What's happening with those other? Uh, who's got that? Um, who's got that license right now? Oh, uh, Diamond Select. Yeah, is doing them. I guess we're still waiting on that stuff. Yeah, that's it's not shipped yet. They've they've solicited, I think, the bust, and maybe the statue, and I want to say the figures, but it's a wave where you have to get black hole figures with it. You have to get what? You have to get two black hole figures. It's a Disney Select line, oh. so it's a three three figure wave okay. that has Maximilian. And then um, Vincent from Black Hole is two releases, and the Rocketeer's the third release. But you don't have to buy those figures. Shops do. Shops, Shops have do. to buy Shops a whole case, yeah. which is a bummer. Unless they decide to make Rocketeer available all on its own, that means you're going to get two Rocketeers per store, but that means they're stuck with four Black Hole figures. That's not, that's that's not, not, good. That's not good. That's not good. So, in my opinion, if that is the case, if you see that Rocketeer figure, you should probably get it. I guess they, they may it. do a Walgreens exclusive type of deal too, or a Disney store exclusive. I would, I would assume that's probably going to happen. The Disney store would be a good place for that Rocketeer to show up and select figures, get Disney store exclusives all the time. I could see them doing him by himself at the Disney store. And then the full waves are at specialty shops. Okay. Uh, there's a new, sh you got something else? I do have a couple things. What but... else you got? 
Well, do you have do you have a quick one? I'm um I'm chewing up this bar. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's a new show on Netflix called The Movies That Made Us. Yeah. Did you watch it at all? I haven't watched it yet, but I put it on the list. So it's made by the people that made the toys that made us, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's got four episodes starting out, and this kind of came out of nowhere. Like they announced the show, and then it was just up. There's uh, Ghostbusters, Home Alone, Dirty Dancing, and Die Hard that are up right now, and they're sort of documentary type things about the movies and how they were made. I've watched Home Alone and Ghostbusters so far. I don't really have any interest in Dirty Dancing. I'm not going to watch that one. It'd be something you can watch with your wife. I don't even know if she likes Dirty Dancing, so it's not that she good doesn't a movie. watch anything. I would watch it. You go ahead. You tell me how it is. I just want to hear Patrick Swayze talk about what how it went. Well, he's dead, so... <laughs> shoot. Oh, uh, shoot. Oh, shoot. Okay, so this might get into spoilery type stuff, which is a documentary, so hopefully that doesn't really matter. Um, I watched Ghostbusters first, and I expected... You know, I, I've watched a lot of Ghostbusters documentaries. Like, I've watched every special feature I can get my hands on, all the making ofs. I've read all the books. So I, I like finding out anything I can about Ghostbusters. When I watched this one, I expected to not get a lot of new information, and I didn't. So if you're a guy that's like me, where you're kind of steeped in the story of the making of the Ghostbusters films, you're not going to get a lot that's new, right? So it's all about the presentation of what's there then. And I got to say, I did not really enjoy it. Oh. Um, I, I think that they're still trying to present it in the same way they do the toys that made us. And you can kind of do the goofy, silly stuff in stuff representing toys. And it kind of makes more sense as opposed to this. Like they put sound effects oh. over people they're interviewing. Whoop. And they do this weird Whoop. they do this weird thing too where they're they're taking footage from an interview where it's just the person kind of not being interviewed at the moment. They're like either looking down at the ground or doing something like that. And they put like a phrase or a funny thing over it, like, but Dan Stroyers were too crazy. Now what's he gonna think? And they'll just have him looking down and making a cricket noise or something. Oh, yeah. And it's like that's you're almost like making fun of the people you're interviewing. Yeah. Like, how are you going to get a... I wouldn't want to... If I watched this after being interviewed by them, I'd be like, why are you making fun of me? Like, the, the head of... um, They had the head of Columbia Pictures there. And they're interviewing him. And they did a lot of this sound effect-y type stuff to him during his interview. And he's an older guy. Like, he's in, in his 80s. And then he became the head of 20th Century Fox. And so it's this older guy you've got that's had a really major history in the film industry. And you're putting, like, goofy sound effects over him. Why? That just makes you seem obnoxious. Like, it makes you, as a presenter of this material, seem obnoxious. It makes it seem like they don't believe what they have is actually interesting enough yeah. to, to hold your interest. So they had to make it obnoxious. I feel like the guys that they have interviewed in Home Alone, who are sort of younger guys, and um, they're even kind of making it kind of fun and the things that they're saying, it works better on them. But this guy is there presenting just information, like a, a serious bit of information, and they're just like... Kind of making fun of him, like it's. Mm. It felt like they were making fun of him as I'm watching. I'm like, that's. If that was my grandpa, I'd watch this and I'd be like, you guys are jerks, you know? Like mm. he took the time to interview and you put funny noises over him. Like, what's the point here? Mm. Uh, and uh, there was also some erroneous information in there, and it doesn't seem like it did their homework. Um, like Joe Medrick, who's an older guy, he's a producer on the the original Ghostbusters. He used the term ghost breakers because they had to film the movie saying different things because they didn't have the rights to Ghostbusters yet. They were fighting for it. So they would film scenes and they'd do them again and they'd say ghost blasters or ghost stoppers. But they never used ghost breakers because that was already something else too. That was a Bob Hope movie. 
And in the, the thing that he says, Ghostbreakers, and the people that made the documentary just kind of run with it. So they even insert clips from the movie Ghostbreakers from Bob Hope. And like you're making a point that they didn't have the rights to Ghostbusters, and then he uses the term Ghostbreakers, but then you show that they wouldn't have had the use of that name either by showing clips of the movie's Ghostbreakers. So like do your homework and like fact check a little bit before mm. you like put this on Netflix. In my I, I noticed that, I mean, with the toys that made us there. There were yeah, some things. Not, I have too. I kind of stopped watching it because there were a lot of things yeah. where it's like, uh, that's, that's not, not really quite accurate. That's not really what. Yeah, and happened. I mean they're not making it for people like me or you yeah. that know this stuff. They're yeah. making it for a general audience, but still, can there's nothing be, wrong with can being be factual? right. I mean, to me, uh, the one that I noticed big time was the Star Wars episode because. You know, having worked where we yeah. worked and known the people that we knew, and I, it's like I did have quite a bit of information on that. Yeah. And the real, the truth was, was more interesting than whatever you, whatever you can copy. However, you flubbed it so that yeah. you could fit it into this and put in your little weird sound effects and yeah, jokes. and do your thing. You know? It was like, why don't you just tell the real thing? Yeah. Just, I agree. Just tell the real thing. People would be interested still. Totally. So I and then I watched the Home Alone episode, right? Yeah. And for Home Alone, I'm like, I don't know as much, nearly as much about the production yeah. of Home Alone as I do Ghostbusters. I did enjoy that one more. I found myself as I'm watching it, though, like they started talking about where they filmed, and I was like, oh yeah, that was in a gym. And I don't remember where I found that out. Like, and I re- they showed some like B-roll footage. I'm like, I've seen this before, and I can't remember where I saw it. So I guess I've watched a Home Alone documentary too without knowing it. You must have. I must have done it. I don't remember it. You were taking Ambien and you got up and watched yeah, the Home Alone. Yeah, I was like, I got watched. I got to find out how they made this movie. Uh, so that one was a lot more fun, and there was some behind the scenes stuff in there that I didn't know. It was presented better, and these guys again, they kind of felt like they were joking around too. So yeah. it made more sense the way that they do their their thing for yeah. it to work better. But I was surprised by the lack of of people uh, of actors involved in the interviews. Couldn't get McCaukey Culkin. Didn't get Mac. Uh, They got Daniel Stern. Of course. And they they got got Buzz. And they used Daniel Stern, you know, pretty frequently in the the documentary. They barely use Buzz. Buzz was in there like two clips. Um, Most of the time was spent with like the cinematographer and um, like one of the producers. They had Chris Columbus, which was cool, and he was in it quite a bit. He must have been quite old. Yeah, you know, he discovered he discovered uh, uh, the great nation of ours, America, and then he went on to make, you know, comedy. Okay. You know, uh, he was out of his wheelhouse at first, but it worked. Um, but they had him in there, and that was good, you know, and there was a lot of talk about John Hughes and stuff. But it was like, man, you couldn't get, like, Catherine O'Hara? Couldn't get anybody? You couldn't get, like... Uncle Frank? Yeah. You, you couldn't get you can't Fuller? Get, don't, t- don't tell me you can't get Uncle Frank you and Fuller. You couldn't get those guys, you know? Yeah. Uh, and there was really not much talk at all about the sequel either. Like, it was just about just the first movie, and that was it. Like, they barely mentioned Home Alone 2 as sort of a, like a little footnote. Yeah. Which Home Alone 2 was a huge success, too. Yeah. Um, Suck, brick kid! Yeah, it feels like those two would I, kind of work together in one. Again, with, same with Ghostbusters, though. Ghostbusters 2 got, like, nothing. Yeah. In there, um, maybe but, they're planning on doing a, you know, on doing more. Yeah, more, but uh, yeah, I mean, okay, the Ghostbusters one, probably less enjoyable, even for a person that doesn't know about much as as much as the Home Alone was was enjoyable. It was right. actually like kind of well put together and fun to watch, even without Macaulay Culkin doing anything in there. I, as I was telling Blaze about it, I'm like, oh, Mac was even in it. Like, I'm really surprised because he's been doing a lot of stuff lately. And Blaze said that he heard, or he knew something, 
that Macaulay Culkin won't do anything about Home Alone unless Pesci does it too. That's probably smart on his part, actually. It's probably it's smart, probably, yeah. yeah he, if Pesci's willing to do it, then it's probably worthy of doing it. Gives him some credibility. Yeah. He, yeah, he needs to break away. He does. I mean, he's not going to, but he needs to... It's, it's probably smart for him. It's, yeah, that's a smart way to, to, to take it without having to look at everything yeah. that comes along about Home Alone. I'm sure he gets... I'm sure he does. Interview, ...asked about it all the time. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, to narrow it down to, okay, is Pesci in your documentary? No, he's not. Well, call me back when he is. Yep. You know, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. All right, so that was my that was longer than I thought it was going to be. That's okay. Uh, I watched a movie last uh, over the weekend, the last week. Um, it was oh, the geez. it was the best movie I've seen in a long time. Uh, actually, oh, Homer Bound. I saw. Journey. I went and saw Ford versus Ferrari. For anybody well, who cares, I thought it was really good. I did not really know that story, but it was just entertaining the whole time. And there's, um, plenty of eye candy. Even if you're not a car person, I think you can, you can get into this, um, awesome piece of American uh, history. It's, it was really good, but I watched another movie, uh, called peanut butter Falcon. I want to see that. It was so good. It was so good. It just, it was, it was, Where'd you see it at? I bought it. I saw it at, I was out at the store. Oh, I'm borrowing that. I had you. wanted to see it, but I didn't know when it was out or anything. Yeah. And I was walking at Walmart and there it was one single copy. And I was like, I'm getting that. And I grabbed it and then I watched it. I left it at my friend's house because he wanted to show his mom. I went back to Walmart, picked up another copy, Whoa. which again was the only copy that was left. Both times I They're went. They're putting that one at a time. They had one copy. That's a sales tax. One was a DVD. The second one was a Blu-ray. I went ahead and bought it the second time. I didn't feel bad about paying yeah. for it twice at all. It was just so good. It was so, it's so funny and heartfelt and honest, and it had good, a good center of, um, I want to say morality, but it, uh, which, but it did. It had a good message for for people who. It had a good message for everybody. It was just, it just felt good. It was such a feel good movie without being like a Hallmark movie. Okay. It, um, Shia LaBeouf, uh, you dismiss him because he was in Crystal Skull. I don't. He's a fantastic actor. I agree. And if it was anybody else in this movie, I don't know that it would have worked. He lends such a, a realness and a weight to it. And probably part of that is because. It, for people who don't know that, I mean, the movie's about uh, a Down syndrome guy who he escapes from this nursing home that he's being forced to to live in, and um, he winds up meeting up with this guy, and they kind of go on this adventure. They even say in the movie like uh, a Mark Twain type adventure, and that's what it kind of feels like. Yeah. It's just this is a good old fashioned this type of adventure story that. Um, but the but the the producers of the movie met this guy at a at a camp for special needs people I guess like ten years ago or something. Oh yeah. And he and he told them he wanted to be a movie star. And they said, "Well, buddy, I you know not a whole lot of roles for people with Down syndrome." And he said, well, "Why don't why don't you make it?" So they're like, "Okay." So they so they wrote this whole script for this movie. They wrote for him. Yeah. To be in it, and um. And so he's in it, and he's hilarious. I mean, it's just very funny. It just... I, I can't remember the last time I watched a movie that 
made me feel so good yeah. afterwards, and it makes you want to be a better person. It makes you want to be more respectful than you are. It makes you see things through um, someone's eyes, maybe, who has it different than you or yeah. worse than you. It 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 tackles... Um, there's, I'm not spoiling anything, I don't think, but there's a there's a part where Shia LaBeouf's character kind of talks to Dakota Johnson, who's in it. She's she's great in it too. Um, he, she's her uh, his caretaker, and um, he basically tells her, "You can't keep treating him like he can't do stuff for himself." Yeah, because you're keeping him where he is with that, and that I, you just don't expect to hear things like that in yeah. in in movies and it's and it's the truth and it's the truth for everybody yeah it's just it's just true and um so i think it's nominated for some academy awards but as an i've i don't know about that stuff but i'd be surprised if it didn't get a nomination or two it it was it was just it was just so good it was the best movie i've seen all year yeah i I really want to see it like when i was seeing the advertisements for it i'm like man i'd like to make make it out to this movie and i didn't i had no idea it was i didn't even know i didn't even know it was out of the theater, I mean, it was like, yeah, I don't get there. I don't get out very much anyway. Yeah. But um, yeah, it came out and it went, but it's it's out. Um, so it's it's got a couple swear words in it. I think there's an F word or two in it. Yeah, which is kind of odd because it is a it's a very this would be great for your family to watch. So. Yeah. I guess if you have kids, you have to either either eh. watch it first or decide, you know, eh. which is more important to have the message or the curse. Words. Yeah, to have the your your child get a glimpse of what real good natured humanity is like, or uh, or hear have them hear a couple f's. As long as it's not like a Logan scenario, yeah, where I'm told that there is no boobs <laughs> and there is boobs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was cool. Uh, the thing of the movie, I don't think the the language isn't court like it's it's harsh words, but it's not in a coarse context, you know, where yeah. there's nothing like sexual or anything. Yeah. When I saw like, the trailers, I was like, oh yeah, this yeah, is, you know this exactly. Family movie. You can feel what type yeah, of movie it is by watching sure. the trailer, but it's every bit as good as I thought that it was that's going awesome. to be, and I just can't recommend it enough. That's uh, all right. Well, that's I, good to hear, man. Yeah, yeah. Peter you got anything else? You got anything else on there? I got one more thing. It's well, it's got? also a movie thing. I I watched The Mule finally. Oh, that's the uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, um, it was fine. It had some, he had some, you know, some lines that are classic Clint, and it's kind of funny. Yeah. But uh, the movie just meanders a little bit, mm-hmm. and moments of tension weren't built up to have any tension. It was kind of mm. as a, not I Grant Torino would have been a better swan song yeah. for him than, than this, than that movie. It's so. like Rambo. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's like Rambo. It's like Rambo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the boys saw Ford versus Ferrari. Yes. And me and, uh, Bobby took Gracie to see frozen two. And, uh, eh, it was all right. Yeah. Frozen two was okay. As, you know, for anybody in the audience, you know, adults with kids, daughters especially, um, it it felt like this one was more manufactured than the first one was. Yeah, I liked the original Frozen. I thought it was a good movie. Um, not even as a kids' movie, I thought it was just a, a well done movie. Um, 
This one very much felt like, okay, we have to have this many songs in here. We've got to get them at these certain times. We've got to have this character, this character, and this character appear. Um, we've got to make sure this character has this thing to do. Like it, it very, a lot of it felt kind of, it wasn't as organic. It felt kind of forced together. And especially the songs. Like it, in the first movie, the songs flowed well like to, to the plot. Like when the song comes up, you don't really feel like you're getting into a song number. It's just like, oh, this is a char- instead of a character speaking these lines, we're getting it in song. Whereas this one felt like it's time for a song, put the song in there. Yeah. It's time for a song, put the song in there. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was just, wasn't nearly as good as the first one. It is I know this two. is not on the same level as Peanut Butter Falcon, but well, it is it, a well, movie I did go see. <laughs> it is a movie you saw. And I'm, I'm kind of giving you, don't, don't buy the hype where some people are saying it's better than the first. Yeah. It's not better than the I first. I wasn't buying into that it's hype. It's not better than the yeah. first. Let's get real. It's not better than the first one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, the last thing I have written down is I'm very excited for this Sunday, the first part of the Crisis on Infinite Earths crossover for the CW. Uh, what is that going to entail? They're mixing. We've talked about this. All the shows are mixing up. All the shows and then people from other movies right, and right, other right. shows okay. are being brought in. Right. So the the trailer, I, one of the final trailers for it, just just went up, and it had uh, John Wesley Ship in the Flash suit. Yes. Again, which I was really hopeful that that was going to happen, and it is. It had Bruce, um, Kevin Conroy as Bruce Wayne walking down these stairs in sort of the, the Kingdom Come That's exoskeletal cool. suit yeah. thing. Uh, and then it had, um, oh, was, there was something else. Oh, it had Tom Welling on the farm as Clark Kent and then the Superman from the CW universe kind of talking to him. One of the coolest, everybody's talking about that's making the show, though, has been talking about Brandon Ralph in the Superman Kingdom Come suit and how, like, it's like jaw dropping when you really? get on the set. Yeah. Um, that he, he's Superman when he gets on the set. Cause he plays the Adam in legends of tomorrow right now. And they said, everything about him is different when he's back in the Superman suit. Hmm. Like even when he's just talking to you, like he's standing different and he's, you know, his demeanor's different and everything is different about him. Even when he's not acting when he's Superman, like everything just changes. I'll give it a look, but I did not like, I, I didn't care for him as Superman personally. I never uh, had a problem with him look. so much yeah. as the movie itself. Yeah, I know the movie was kind of a stinker. I never thought that he really looked all Dude, that good. But. Him is, is, I mean, he got we'll really, really big, too, for the role. Like, the minute he heard he was going to be Superman again, like, the crazy transformation of him physically yeah. to, to get in that, that kind of shape. And, you know, they do some padding in the suit, Yeah, but... If you actually see him now, it's like you didn't even need to pat it. Like, he's a big dude right now. Go um, online and check out Brandon Ralph shirtless. Check out shirtless Brandon Ralph pictures. I want to show you this one picture of him. Uh, this better be good. Well, it's it's cool That's because... That's all I've got to say. Well, you've seen him in this suit, right? <laughs> Have you uh, seen it? Yeah, I think I did see okay. a picture. Um, uh, new photos, maybe? There's one shot that they have in these new pictures where he's he's grabbing the other Superman by the throat, and they're in the there's a picture of a newspaper from the Daily Planet, um, from Kingdom Come where Joker has kind of poisoned everyone, and that, this all happens in Kingdom Come, so it's not really a spoiler. Uh, see, it's in this picture of this trailer, but there's no good picture of it. Let me see if maybe I search by date. I love when we talk about things that are visual. Oh, here it is. Look at this. 
It's not a. It's a picture made for a baby. It looks pretty good from here, but I will say my eyes are not what they used to be. I'll say that. So your eyes not what they used to. It be? It looks pretty good from here. Yeah. So he's like choking out this smaller. A small Superman. Superman. Uh, I cannot wait for this. Like this, the Brandon mm. Ralph Superman Kingdom Come is the m- thing I'm most excited about in this entire crossover now. Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah. How many how many shows are this going to be? It's going to be so the first one I think is the Batwoman episode. So it's Batwoman, Flash, Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, and Supergirl. Each mm. one of them will have one part of the crossover, the five part crossover. Mm, can't do it. Uh, I'm going to do it. I'm You're very excited it. about it. I'm I, very man. I'm, I'm, all, I'm super not, excited about it. If this was like one mini series, I could I could do that maybe. Oh, that reminds me though, Supergirl, the original uh, TV, TV movie. Yeah, it's not a TV movie. That it was an actual a, movie. That was released in theaters? That was a real release, yeah. Really? That wasn't a TV movie. Yeah. I thought that was a TV movie. No, it's it was legit. Really? It was a real release, yeah. Well, it looked like it. Uh, it did. I used to love that movie when I was a kid. I, I taped it off did. the TV. Yeah. Off the t- uh, I taped it off the TV. Um, when we, we would talk back and forth about ranking our favorite Superman movies, that was, I'd go, it's a toss-up between Superman 1 and 2 for me. And you'd be like, oh, Supergirl's way up Supergirl's there, Supergirl's She's number tops. one. That's the one you have I remember to, it was you great. You have to pick that one first. <laughs> uh, I, it was on Net- I saw it was on Netflix, so I thought, I'm just going to check this out for nostalgia and just yeah. see. And I did not expect it to hold up at all. It doesn't. It does. Uh, oh yeah, I think it's it's a lot of fun. There's some crap. It's okay. There's some crap in it. Yeah. But there's a lot of practical. Every pretty there much is. pretty much every effect is practical. The film quality looks like film. It doesn't look like a yeah. TV movie because it's not a TV movie, right? <laughs> Which is good. That, that explains it. That explains that. Um, okay, so you were judging it as a TV movie when you watched it. Well, like, whoa, this looks like a real movie. Part, this is nice. Partly, yeah, but there was, you know, there were things to watch and pay attention to. It, it didn't completely fall apart. I will say it's better than Superman apart. 4. Yeah, it's better than Superman 4, It's probably. better than Superman 4. It, it gets a little, I mean, it gets a little stupid towards the end and in some parts, but there are a couple places where there's some monster that she has to fight, and you could tell that they had a practical yeah. thing, but they kept it blurry like one of them's in some smoke or something and they never fool they never make that mistake of going all the way and showing you this big hokey thing they kept it they kept the reins pulled kind of tight on it so i'm not saying it's you know a great movie i'm not saying i'm not saying you should watch it instead of superman one or two no you should do that maybe not even superman three i'm not even saying three i'm not even richard priors in three i'm not even saying you should he is funny i'm not even saying you should watch it over uh, Batman versus Superman. I don't know. I would watch it over Batman. But I did Superman. watch it over Batman. Versus I would definitely Superman. watch it over Batman. Versus and uh, I gotta say, I was just, I was impressed at how well it held up, as opposed to you know what I thought. I was like, this is just gonna be yeah complete crap, and it just it wasn't complete crap. I tell you what doesn't hold up, and because it was never good, was the Justice League movie. Yeah, I tried to watch that again the other day. Yeah. I couldn't make it through. You're trying it, to gear up for Infinite Crisis on Infinite Earth. I was just, you know, I was seeing how the other half lived. Yep. And it was no good. No. It's no good. It's it's really hard to make it through the movie even. Well, you did it. I didn't, actually. I did the first time. I did it the second time. I oh. gave up. Couldn't make it. Oh. Like, that's enough for me. I tapped out. Hmm. All right, we got anything else? No, I don't have anything else. I don't have anything else either. It's, it's everything I had. I, I gave all I had. That's everything I've got, too. Hmm. All right, well, that was fun. Yeah, that was a good time. Uh, I am curious 
about uh, what Blaze thinks about the new Pixies album. I'm sure he's listened to it by now. So I'm sure he has two on Spotify or something. I mean, I don't know. I know he didn't. I know you don't know. I don't care about music. But I'm curious. Nobody's gonna talk to me about music. I'm curious to hear to hear what he has yeah. to say. So Blaze, uh, next time we see each other, buddy, we're we're gonna talk. It's probably the Christmas party. We'll talk a little music. You see him there. I'll see. You. I'll be. I'll see him. You'll be there. I'll probably be there. Probably. Yeah. I can't. I can't remember what. I can't remember uh, if if we we're able to make it this year or not. What are you talking about? Well, you know, sometimes other things are happening in life already. It's and way in advance. There might have been something more in advance, or this sounds like a, a, a pre-excuse. Oh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. I, I'm I'm not just uh, I'm not just partying for one anymore. I'm partying for two. It's. It's for her employer. I know. It's so she's the I know. one. So she doesn't. If she says, "Well, we can't go. We, I have this. Can't thing. Go. I have this thing going." I'll say, "Okay, your employer." That's why. I, I think this sounds like a load of malarkey. <laughs> this is a bunch of baloney, man. Malarkey. This is a bunch of Oscar Mayer Bologna, right now. Malonia. You're trying to get out of it. Maloney. Uh, yeah, we'll see. So anyway, maybe. Yeah, we'll see you at the party. Okay. Man, I can't believe that. Well, I barely get to see you as it is. You man. know, it takes. You gonna skip out on the one time. It takes one to know. You gonna skip out you know? on the one time that they were gonna see me. That was the one time. That's the one time you're gonna see me this yep. year. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna skip out on another? Uh, I can't make it. I've uh, got a prior engagement. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a month in advance. All right. Start the music. Cue it up. Cue it up, Denny. <laughs> Don't forget I know about car counting. <laughs> <laughs>